At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast, described as a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. All right, gather round. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Uh, Some of you getting it as it happens live. Yeah, that's right, live each and every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you are listening to the audio podcast later on, do me a favor, head over to Twitch and follow me right there. It's real easy to do. Just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Or if you have the Twitch app, search Eric Zane live, hit uh, follow after you get there. And, and, and if you scroll over down a little bit, whatever, there's a little red dot. It says, uh, Twitch prime subscribe free with twitch prime subscribing is a step above following and if you have amazon prime it's free you just link up your amazon prime account with your old pal eric zane and then uh that's kind of the way uh we move the meter within the eric zane show podcast household so thank you thank you thank you twitch brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev uh if you're downloading the audio podcast later on in the day thank you so much subscribe Rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on all of them. Thank you. Uh, EricZaneShow.com is the website. Facebook, Facebook.com slash EricZaneFan page. Also brought to you by Irvine's. Twitter, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is in the house. I cannot wait to talk about this. Holy shit. Elon Musk's Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. 
Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. It's about to become the wild, wild west on Twitter. The, Elon Musk is like, you know what? I am sick and tired of Reddit being the place to harass and bully people. I want it on Twitter. So I am I'm I'm creating the Elon Musk free speech network. All of you um all of you red staters are gonna love this. This is going to be the new parlor. You know, there's even talk about Elon saying, Trump, come on back. Come on back. But Trump's like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. I'm not coming back. No. But um, we shall see. We shall see more on that. And that staggering, staggering announcement. <laughs> God. Um, so that is, uh, of course, my Twitter at Eric Zane Show. Um, in addition, I have... Um, I'm on YouTube, Eric Zencho on YouTube. Uh, follow me there. Brought to you by Frank Fuss. Thank you so much. My Policy Shop Insurance online at mypolicyshop.com. Trying to make it through the whole show without the microphone acting crazy. That was spectacular yesterday. I went ahead and was bashing it with my fist. And boy, Kenny's right. That is funny to hear. The, the screaming at it from underneath this desk. Oh, so welcome. Hope you had a great last 24 hours or so. Um, what the hell? I, I, I don't understand you sometimes, Nick. And um, I see you got your CNN talking points written down. I, I, I Are you talking about me? I, I, because I'm announcing that Elon Musk bought Twitter? I didn't say, I didn't even say one way or another, good or bad. What exactly are you referring to? I'm curious. Um, yeah. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? I, I, I need to know you haven't even heard my point of view on this or what I think I haven't said anything and you're already trying to pick a fight with me. Now I know, I know that you're in a fight picking mood. Okay. So, I mean, maybe I'm the new target here. I have no idea what, what in the world have I said that could in any way be seen as uh, inflammatory. All I did was said the guy bought it and I haven't said shit. Amanda says, I knew this was going to happen with his comment. All right. Um, let's just do this. Let's just do this. Let's just sit you down for the day. And then Aram, you're right behind. What did you expect? Nick, you're going to get it too. In fact, let's just do this because let's just, let's just, Take the comments out for the day. Let's just do that. Let's make it so that they're not visible. That That's actually a good thing. I think I just made it so they're not visible. That might, we might actually have a better show if I don't have to see all of these comments. You know? So there you go. You can blame Nick and Aram. It's Nick and Aram's fault. There you go. It, you can blame them because I, now I don't have to see it. So this is, this is good. I can go ahead with my business without fight picking Nick um, doing that. So uh, you can address all uh, concerns and comments to Nick. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. There you go. There's your, there's your comments. You can enjoy yourselves. Have fun. There you go. Have your fun. Go ahead. Do your, do your worst, do your worst. 
All right. Well, now. I had a visitor yesterday. Uh, my pal, Kyle. I haven't yet come up with a nickname for Kyle. The guy who is uh, uh, being tasked with all of the chores in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. And so uh, he comes up and he's been out of work for months. So I'm like, well, I'm going to put you to work, man. And he goes, okay, great. So then he looks at the front of the house and uh, the paint is falling off of all those uh, pieces of trim. He goes, this is it, huh? And I go, yeah, that's it. You got to. Yeah, I see some boards need to be replaced. I can take care of that. I go, good, because I can't. I'm going to cut my hand off. And uh, then um, I took him uh, down to the shed. Uh, and I said, yeah, this, this is the latest. Um, truth be told, I think I have to. Um, that That is, I talked about this on the Patreon. I called the insurance company that said, yeah, you got a $1,000 deductible on the uh on the house issue. Do you, do you really want to file a claim? And I'm like, this is probably not going to be a thousand dollar fix. Probably not. But in that pool shed, I've uh, finished up cutting out the ceiling that the, uh, the insulation was soaking wet in. And, you know, you just cut out these huge chunks. Thank God I got this jigsaw. How in the world I have a jigsaw. I don't, I don't know. Um, that's the one that goes up and down, you know, like a sewing machine, you hold it and it just, you know, chops, chops the wood. Um, when this all happened, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. All I have for tools is like a straight screwdriver. I don't even have that. I'm like, wait a minute. I think years ago I bought a jigsaw because I, I cut a fucking cat door in the garage. Yeah. I've, I've got a jigsaw and it's been used like once. Holy shit, what a win. So thank God for that. Um, I made it through without uh, A, cutting any electrical lines, doing any other damage or injuring myself. And so now I've got all of my shit that was in that shed is now in the backyard. It's like, you know, all the lawn furniture and shit like that. It's just there. And in that shed, all of that insulation has now fallen and it's like four feet deep of insulation so it was all packed into those uh, uh spaces between the joists and then it expands so it's like oh fuck so quite literally i gotta scoop that up with a snow shovel and throw it in like garbage bags and then i gotta hire a uh, kyle the other kyle from dumpster divers out to the house and throw all this shit away my god the flooring that is tacked, I'm sorry, the um, uh, tubing that is tacked to the underside of the flooring in that sunroom. Again, this all happened because the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, screws or nails that held it down poked through. And for years, nothing happened. And then somehow one of those screws or nails or whatever pierced the little plastic tubing that the hot water goes through. So now I have to go ahead because this could happen again. If I don't do what I'm about to do, uh, what I'm about to describe to you, and that is take all of the tubing down because it's held up with these metal plates. And then, you know, if there's anything that's popping through a, a, a tip of a, a screw or, or a, um, a nail, I got to, I got to, 
like get rid of that, bump it down with a file or do something because, um, there's, can you imagine if I fucking fix this shit? And then it happens again, three days later, that could happen because it happened in the first place. How the hell does this even happen? There's no, there's no moving parts up there. So, all right, this is a massive pain in the ass. Thank God. Now I can do that. I can at least clean up the mess. I can't say that I have the ability to do anything more than that. I'm not going to bite off more than I can chew on this damn thing and be like, yeah, oh yeah, I can do, I can fix it. I can fix it. The best decision I've made two days ago was when I finally took a look at the uh, various things that are just falling apart on this household and said, I can't do it. It's out. I'm out. I can't do it. I can't do any of it. So I'm talking to Diana on the phone yesterday and she says, uh, so he looked at the, I see, is it going to start? And, uh, and I, I go, well, he can't start until the weather warms up. So he's not, he's not working right now. And she goes, well, what about the other projects within the house? And I went, yeah. And she, it was so good that I said that, you know, I, I could have been like, well, I'm going to do those, but no, 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 no. I am committed. I am 1 million, uh, 1 million percent committed. I go, yeah, uh, two bathrooms in the basement. He could work on that. And she says, yeah, exactly. I go, well, I'm going to call him back up. So I reach out to him. I go, hey, buddy, uh, I've got two bathrooms in a basement that need your attention. And he, he sends me laughy emojis. He goes, are you serious? I go, well, yeah, I told you. I've got work for you. For pretty much the summer, I would assume. Um, we're talking, you know, weeks of work. There's something for you to do every day. That's how, basically, we moved into this house. Um, it's 2022. So I think I moved into this house in 2010. Basically, I just moved in and did nothing. I changed some light bulbs. Maybe painted a room. Okay. I go, everything needs to be redone. The whole thing, it needs some serious TLC. Okay. Um, and he goes, well, um, I go, all you need to do is be in the presence of Diana. I go, this, these are all her decisions. You, sh- uh, you come here. She tells you what she wants and you do it. How's that sound? He goes, it sounds great. I'll be over at four o'clock today. Like today. He says, tomorrow I'll be over. He goes, when does she get home? I go, she'll be home. Like you, if you get here like four fifteen, you're good to go. So that's it. He's just going to walk in and all I'm going to do is stand there. I'm not going to say anything. And she's going to be like, Oh, I want this. And I want, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Uh huh. See our house is like, um, it, it so needs updating. There's uh, numerous portions of it that looks like, you know, 1995 um just needs a real facelift so i'm on it i'm all about it i am i have been beaten into submission i am on board i'm on your side so that's what's happening so my man's coming back today and, um, and I said to him, I go, yeah, so the basement, I started working on this thing and I, I I'm just going to tell you what I've done and hand it off to you. You got to finish the basement and I'm just going to sit up here 
and pound my pud and podcast and ban Nick for dumbass comments, uh, attacking me, indicting me. And I haven't even said shit. He doesn't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. What an asshole. Jesus. You know, I was all, I was all like on your side last, uh, last couple of days. Like, well, man, I got Now I'm thinking about Nick. Now I, now I really got Now I want to kick your fucking ass. What the fuck is wrong with you? You little shit. Dear meathead tomorrow on the show. I'm totally kidding. By the way, some of you are like, oh, Eric, we never know when you're kidding. We know I'm, if I'm talking, I'm kidding. Okay. I don't know how many times I got to go through this with you people. If I'm talking, I'm kidding. If I ever say to you, I'm 100% serious now. I'm not even kidding. Then, then perhaps. Okay? Then perhaps. But otherwise, just chalk it up to he's fucking with us. Now, how many times I got to go through that with you? I have to occasionally let you know that it's all a fucking joke. The whole thing is a joke. From beginning to end. Jesus. Um, Dear Meathead tomorrow with Dad. Looking forward to that. Always love talking to Dad. You can, um, I'll make a Facebook post later on. You can add a comment there or a question for Dad. And uh, also on Twitter. And if you want to email them along, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I just heard from my pals over at Compound Media. Um, Eric Nagel, E-Rock. I don't know what the fuck happened over there. Um, I recorded a show last week and I sent it along on Thursday. And um, then he posted about it and he said, hey, we're all on vacation for uh, till May 3rd. Enjoy the Eric Zane show. Here you go. And I go, oh, that is so cool. What a, what a, you know, this really helps me, the exposure. So then I like, I click on it and it's like not there. I'm like, huh, well, maybe it's just got to populate on the app. I don't know. Who knows? And then it didn't happen. So I was like, what the fuck, man? I mean, not that people are sitting there waiting with bated breath for me, but I was pretty sure that the jokes were solid on the show. So I was like, oh, fuck, man, what the fuck is going on? So I reach out to him. I go, dude, what, what is up with this? And then he just got back to me today. He goes, dude, I've been missing in action. I just saw this. Yeah, we had a problem. There was no audio on the video. And I'm like, well, how the fuck does that even happen? Because when it left me, the audio was on the video. And you even watched it. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but anyway, it's up there now. Thank you to my friends at compound media. If you are subscribed on compound media, you can check that show out. Uh, they have, you know, various different spots that you can, that you can peruse. In fact, I'll, um, I'll go to it right now. Compoundmedia.com. You can see for yourself what you do. Is you go, okay, that's an ad. Who gives a shit about that? You go to collections uh, or on demand. Click on on demand. There's an ad for Harbor Freight. There it is. The Eric Zane Show. It warms my heart. Anthony and Kevin Brennan have turned on Chad Zumach. My brain is scrambled for my fourth COVID shot. An incident at the YMCA may have taken years off my life. A lot of these stories you've heard. 
Witnessed some guy nearly killed at an arena football game. There's a race war brewing in my town. Syracuse police take kid home to his parents for stealing. The world loses its mind. The crazy pitching performance of Roki Sasaki. There you go. Thank you to them. They are awesome. If you want to subscribe, uh, that's how you get the show. Compoundmedia.com. You going on Anthony's show is why I'm here, said Sir Bob of Oliver. Thank you. That's that's cool. You see, that's how it is. That's how you build an audience. <clears throat> Maureen says, I wish my hubby would give in like Eric. LOL. Yeah, there just comes a time that, and I tell you what, I feel... Um, so good about this of waving the white flag to me that because of the pressure off of me okay i have i just the amount of time that i put forward to the podcast which again this is not back-breaking work where i'm like oh oh my bike it's just time i it's time away from um uh, doing these things that would make Pooh bear happy Okay. And um it's just now they've now they're piling up. They're they all these, you know. And so uh and Terry says thanks for stimulating the economy by hiring out your home repair needs. Yes. And I'm I'm with you. And Kyle's been out of work for months. So I'm like, dude, seriously, you you can count, you can write off, you can do three months straight cash deal. I see you, Aram, and I got my eye on you. I got my eye on you, and I got my eye on that shit box Nick. Fucking comes in here, starts picking a fight. I didn't do shit. All I said was that Twitter's going to be like the Wild West, and it is. And what's wrong with that? Who gives a shit? If the guy is running Twitter and he's and he says I'm not going to uh, ban anybody, no censorship. Who cares? That's great. It's his thing. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. If the previous owner says no, 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 we want to censor people. Well, okay, good, good, good for you. That's yours. But now one guy owns the fucking thing, and if he suddenly says, eh, I don't want to censor anybody," so you can go on there and say that you want to have sex with a child, and I don't care. That's what he's essentially saying there. So good for him. It's his. Who gives a fuck? I see you see you have your CNN talking points. I see you have your fucking caveman beard. Shut up, you little fucking runt. Jesus. You got your CNN talking points. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. God, what the fuck are you talking about? Hang on a second. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Call fuckface Nick mobile on speaker. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Call fuckface Nick. Calling fuckface Nick. Hello. 
yeah, that's a good noise. Yeah, that's a great noise. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, did you did you wake up and go? Uh, yeah, I just want to piss Eric off. Is that is that what you did? Uh, I wake up daily with that thought. I haven't even spoken to this, and you and you indict me publicly on the chat. That's horrible. Hey man, you the minute you said the wild preparing to be the wild west, I knew your stance on it. You don't no, that's you don't. Same, no, you that's don't. The same stance CNN has. I, I w- if it was, I'd be happy. Is that the same stance CNN has on it? No, that's not the same stance. But. So shut up. So no, you're. This is where you say, "Oh, I'm wrong," and and I'm an asshole. That's what you say. This is where I'm wrong, Eric. I'm so sorry. That's that. I'm never wrong, but I'm definitely an asshole. Yeah, like I give a fuck what people say on Twitter. Like I'm gonna go. This is bad. Are you kidding me? You dipshit. All right, fuck off. There you go. Oh my god. What a cock. All right. What the fuck was I? Okay. So Kyle's in here today. He's going to drop uh uh we you know like in our um like in our bathroom, you know, it's just everything's everything's super old and dated and it's there's we've got one of those showers that you know how like um like a lot of the showers today, like in a stand-up shower, it's a flat surface and there's not really uh, t- too many spaces for mold to form. Well, in the shower that we have, it's like, it might as well say uh, mold trap because any spot that was white is black with this mold that will not come out no matter what. And it's just, it's like, I would, it would be cleaner if I took a dump in the toilet and then wash my face in it, it's that fucked up. So, and I want the kind of shower that, um, you just walk into it. Like there isn't any, any like threshold to step over. And the reason why I need that, I need that for at least one bathroom because of my brother-in-law. Um, he needs a legit walk-in shower where, um, there's nothing to trip over because he can't lift his feet that high. There is going to come a day when he's going to have to take a shower on his own. And so just to make it easier, I'm just going to have two of those installed. One in the bathroom that Madison used to use when she lived here. Well, she li- lived here in the summer, but everything's getting redone. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'd, I'll work 10 jobs if I have to, but I am done uh, getting uh, pissing off Diana. I am on board. I am. This is okay. This is perfect because as you all know, I am voting uh, Democrat and Democrats spend money that they don't have. And we need to be thankful for that. Uh, I, it makes me very happy. Um, I want all the loans forgiven by the Democrats. Forgive all the student loans. That actually kind of pisses me off because I had to pay mine back. And um, and the and also, you know, just like throw money at everything that you don't have. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to max all my credit cards 
and then maybe I'll die, and then that'll be the end of it, you know? I don't think the loan disappears when you die, but... um. So, I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not waiting anymore. Fuck it. That's, that's my opinion. And that's the opinion of Democrats. Democrats are like, let's just take the money that we don't have and spend it on everything on the planet. So, that's what I'm doing. If I'm going to vote for Democrats in this upcoming election, and I have um, been, I say this with an asterisk, because... If there is something on the Republican side or an independent who can convince me otherwise, I will give them that opportunity. I'm not just going to say uh, no. But right now, as of the 26th of April, 2022, I'm voting straight Democrat and anyone who doesn't like it can suck my dick because I'm sick and tired of all the bullshit by the Republicans. So uh, open up the borders, spend the money. Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Democrats uh, are number one, and you should all vote for them. Okay? Now, that being said, if there is a Republican that is not a piece of shit, I may turn. It depends on what they tell me. It depends on what I see that they are standing by. If there was a, a moderate or a libertarian even, I would consider it. But I looked at uh, Kent dropped the E at a U. Said, oh, yeah, man, you need to check this libertarian out. And the first thing this dickhead was running on was medical freedom. We got to have medical freedom. No, we don't. We do not. You do not get the choice. You all must get the vaccine. That's my belief. Make it yours. All right. Elon Musk buys Twitter. How incredible was this? You know, there was a time when, you know, I think it was in 2006 that Twitter started. When, you know, it's just a couple of dudes throwing an app out to the world. And what it's become. That is spectacular. From nothing in 06 to um, how many? 16 years later, right? 06, 16. Yes, 16 years later. It's worth $44 billion purchased. And I think that's a low price. Wow. Um, There's an article I'm looking at that says Musk's free speech push for Twitter repeating history. Now these folks are looking at it like this is a bad thing. Um, the stated aim, turning it into a haven for free speech. There's just one problem. According to this, the social platform has been down this road before and it didn't end well. Well, we shall see. I guess that's in the eyes of the beholder. Let's unpack this. A decade ago, a Twitter executive dubbed the company, quote, the free speech wing of the free speech party to underscore its commitment to untrampled freedoms of expression. Subsequent events put that moniker to the test as repressive regimes cracked down on Twitter users, particularly in the wake of the short-lived Arab Spring demonstrations. In the U.S., a visceral 2014 article by journalist Amanda Hess exposed the incessant vile harassment many women faced just for posting on Twitter or other online forums. 
Over the subsequent years, Twitter uh, learned a few things about the consequences of running a largely unmoderated social platform. One of the most important being that companies generally don't want their ads running against violent threats, hate speech that bleeds into incitement, and misinformation that aims to tip elections to undermine public health. So they don't want their ads running against violent threats. Which one was the one? Was it MSNBC? No, it was CNBC maybe? I don't know. Uh, that when Ukraine was being attacked and they had the eaten good in the neighborhood ads. That was human. That was not, that was done by a person. Applebee's ad Ukraine war yeah remember this one it, i think it was uh yeah that's like they're like playing like rowdy country music eating good in the neighborhood and bombs are falling down and cnn and a little bit of chicken fry <laughs> Look at the dude. <laughs> Fucking A. That's one of my favorite things in the world. Those types of, of items. The fuck? I wanted to see it again, you dicks. And you can see it as Oh, you're fuck watching. you. You asshole. All these buildings are blown up now. It, it's the suddenness of the cut. It just, there, there's nothing like, we'll take a break. It just goes right to this. The cowboy, the fucking cowboy shaking his ass. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I love this so much. This is the funniest genocide I've ever seen ever. All right. Fucking A. So, whatever. So, companies don't want their um, uh, messages by violence. That was part of the problem with the first time that this happened. Um, with Musk, his posturing, quote, with Musk, his posturing of free speech, just leave everything up. That would be bad in and of itself, said Paul Barrett. Now, Paul is the deputy director of the Center for Business and Human Rights at New York University. Quote, if you stop moderating with automated systems and human reviews, a site like Twitter in the space of a short period of time, you would have a cesspool. Uh, cesspool, cesspool, end quote. Um, I agree. And so what? Who gives a shit? It's words. Don't read them. Uh, Google, Barrett pointed out, quickly learned this lesson the hard way when major companies like Toyota and Anheuser-Busch yanked their ads after they ran ahead of YouTube videos produced by terrorists in 2015. You know, I mean if you have an algorithm to keep that from happening so that advertisers can be safe well, whatever, but who gives a shit, you know, they don't really care. Um, 
most people are smart enough to know that those ads don't have anything to do with the content on there. They just show up, you know, and if it's, if you just, if you just put it out there, people will eventually just like, ah, whatever they'll shrug. No one's going to care. Once it was clear just how unhealthy the conversations had gotten, Twitter co-founder and former CEO Jack Dorsey spent years trying to improve what he called the health of the conversation on the platform. Now, that being said, that being said, if you are on a platform that does have rules and you break the rules, well, you got to live with that. You, you, you knew what you went, uh, what you uh, signed up for. But if they suddenly say, when someone buys it for $44 million that I don't give a fuck what happens. I'm busy shooting rockets off into space and uh, making great tech uh, technology. I don't give a shit about this. Say whatever you want. Well, then say whatever you want. Who cares? Uh, the company was an early adopter of the report abuse button after UK member of Parliament, Stella Creasy, received a barrage of rape and death threats on the platform. The online abuse was, was the result of a seemingly positive tweet in support of feminist campaigner Caroline Criado Perez, who successfully advocated for novelist Jane Austen to appear on a British banknote. Creasy's online harasser was sent to prison for 18 weeks. Yeah, that's the other thing. If you harass somebody... Uh, on Twitter, you can get in trouble, like legally. And, you know, um, let that be the thing that makes, that separates the good from the bad. I guess. I mean, I don't care. I, I honestly, I don't. If they, if, uh, if they said, we're going to keep all the rules in place to make this a safe space for everybody. So no one, cause nowadays you say anything to anybody under 27, other than I love you very much and you're in a you're awesome, they're gonna kill themselves. So I mean that's just the way it is. But uh, I I don't care. I can play by either set of rules. I've learned that if I fuck up, I'm gonna get banned. I mean, and that's proof by. In fact, we are one year now. Uh, this month marks one year of the start of uh, seven or eight Facebook bans on your old pal Eric Zane. It took me that long to figure out that I have, I can't, I got to shut the fuck up or I'm going to get kicked out. So, I mean, honestly, if Facebook were to suddenly be purchased by Elon Musk and he said, all right, you can say whatever the fuck you want now. I wouldn't really do anything different. I just keep it the way it is, you know? Um, and if I do happen to get in the weeds and say, yeah, we got to go bomb whatever country I wouldn't, then I wouldn't get blocked. Or, uh, or banned for a period of time, but whatever, you know. Um, I've learned to play with the rules. No big deal. Uh, Twitter has continued to craft rules and invested in staff and technology that detect violent threats, harassment, and misinformation that violates its policies. After evidence emerged that Russia, Russia used their platforms to try to interfere with the 2016 U.S. presidential election, social media companies also stepped up their efforts against Political misinformation. The big question now is how far Musk, who describes himself as a free speech absolutist, wants to ratchet back these systems and whether users and advertisers will stick around if he does. We shall see. There's also word that he might, I mean, it's been a 
not even a day, uh, there could be a subscription fee for Twitter, which I don't know how that would work. Well, I mean, I know how it would work, but I don't know if people would be interested. Even now, Americans say they're more likely to be harassed on social media than any other online forum with women, people of color. They're talking about the blacks and LGBTQ users reporting a disproportionate amount of that abuse. Roughly 80% of users believe the companies are still doing a fair or poor job of handling that harassment. I tell you what, I'm going to get harassed because I just recorded an interview last night with um, an organization, two members of an organization called Direct Action Everywhere. And you're like, what is that? What's that all about? Well, I was curious. And those are the people that are behind the uh, women running on the basketball courts. So I reached out to them. I talked to you about this. I said, I, I said, what the fuck? I mean, I want to talk to you. So I talked to these people for like 25 minutes and you're going to hate them. You are going to hate these people and you're going to hate me that I, that I talked to them, but I enjoyed the conversation. I'm still going to go and eat as much chicken as possible. And I told them that I go, I don't, I don't believe any of this. But I did want to hear it from you. I wanted to hear where you're coming from. Does that make any sense? Does that does that make you hate me? And they go, no, no, we actually appreciate it. I go, oh, okay, great. So I'm going to post that a little later on. All right. Um, let's see here. Terms like uh, uh, censorship and free speech have turned into political rallying cries for conservatives, frustrated by seeing right-leaning right-leaning commentators and high-profile Republican officials booted off Facebook and Twitter for violating the rules. Musk appeared to criticize Twitter's permanent ban of President Donald Trump last year for messages that the tech company said helped incite the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol last year. Well, good news. If Musk is worth anything, he will march in there if he's true to his word. And he will have a welcome home party for Trump, okay? And say, this is the uh, uh, free speech network. Come on back. I welcome you, okay? If he is worth anything at all. And you can love him or hate him. You can take it or leave it. It's his. It's his fucking football and his field. You gotta learn to play with uh, with the field that you're on. Does that? No one says that, but you know what I mean, don't you? And if the rules suddenly change because it's his, well, tough shit. I don't give a fuck if Trump. Do I like Trump? No, he's a fucking lunatic. I hate that fucker. I think it's, he's as corrupt as they come. He needs to be in prison. But. Who gives a shit if Elon Musk says this is the way it's going to be? Let's bring this criminal back and let this crazy fucking kook talk to his. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to convince anyone of anything new. Everybody believes what they want to believe. All right. If you want to believe that that fucking nutball is the savior and needs to be president again, well, good for you. I don't give a shit. Doesn't matter to me. He should be allowed to say that. In the forums that allow that, like, didn't he has, doesn't he like come out with a new platform like every other week 
that nobody gives a shit about and no one pays attention to. He's trying. And uh, so whatever. If, if Musk buys it, I guess you got to live with it. Um, quote, a lot of people are going to be super unhappy with West Coast high tech as the de facto arbiter of free speech. Musk tweeted days after Trump was banned from both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Trump's allies, including his son, Donald Trump Jr., have even pleaded for Musk to buy out the company. Well, guess what? He did. If Elon Musk can privately send people into space, I'm sure he can design a social network that isn't biased, Trump Jr. said in the caption of a video posted to Instagram last April. Um, this is going to take a little time um, for this to um, take hold, for the deal to go through. Um New social media apps targeted at conservatives, including Trump's Truth Social, haven't come remotely close to matching the success of Facebook or Twitter. Isn't that the one where you sign up and you're like on a waiting list? Like if you sign up for it, they have to like let you in or something like that. I don't, and it takes time. Um, that's partly because Republican politicians, politicians and causes already draw large audiences on existing and much better established platforms. It's also partly due to floods of inflammatory, false, or violent posts. Last year, for example, right-wing social media site Parler was nearly wiped off the internet when it became evident that rioters had used the app to promote violent messages and organize the January 6th siege of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, Apple and Google barred it from the online stores. Musk himself regularly blocks social media users who have criticized him or his company and sometimes bullies reporters who have written critical articles about him or Tesla. Yeah, that's okay. I do that. He regularly tweets at reporters who write about his company, sometimes mischaracterizing the works as false or misleading. Well, I do that, except I don't say they're false or misleading. I tell them to suck my dick. Musk's popular tweets typically send a swarm of social media fans directly to the accounts of the reporters to harass them for hours or days. Well, yeah, that's, that's called winning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way you do it. I mean, I, that's fucking great. Can you imagine all you have to do is say, boy, I sure don't, I sure don't like friendly farms. Uh, fat-free skim milk, and then 8,000 people flood it and say that their milk causes botulism. That's fucking great. I wish you guys would do that. Instead, all you do is attack me. I've created an environment where all I have to say is, hello, I love you. I hope you're having a nice day. And then you all sit there and tell me to go fuck myself. That's what this has become. This has basically just been me for two hours talking on whatever platform I'm on or doing my thing. And it's just, fuck you, Eric. Fuck you. You're stupid. You're an asshole. Suck my dick. So basically, it's just us telling each other to suck each other's dicks. There you go. That's what we have, cre <laughs> That's what we have created. Uh, I only block people as a direct insult, Musk tweeted in 2020. Well, I don't even do that. 
I mean, if you, I have people that uh, fucking rip me a new one every day. And I just have to take it. I want to lash out, but then I get blocked on Facebook. I want to fight you is what I want. I want actual physical violence to take place. Like me and Chad Zumok. I want to fight fucking Chad Zumok. Um, let's see. Even Greer, a political activist with Fight for the Future, said Musk's lack of experience in moderating an, an influential social media platform will be a problem if he successfully takes over the company. If we want to protect free speech online, then we can't live in a world where the richest person on earth can just purchase a platform that that's millions of people depend on and then change the rules to his liking. Millions of people depend on. If you're a person on the planet who says that you depend on Twitter, like this is life or death to you, you're an idiot. Okay. You are an idiot. There shouldn't be any person on the planet who can't just say Twitter, ah, take it or leave it. If you can't do that, you are a sick fuck. In my opinion, this is entertainment. You know, that's what it is. And, um, yes, I would have the ability to play by the rules, or at least I try to on Facebook. But if Twitter suddenly says there's no rules, you can say whatever the fuck you want because Elon Musk is in charge. Well, good. I can live with that. Who gives a shit? All right. So what do you think of that, Nick? You shithead. CNN. God. Shut the... F Here. This is me telling you uncensored to shut the fuck up. Unbelievable. All right. Zane, go fuck yourself, and we love you. Now, that's what I'm talking about, Kyle Ryan. I've got another story coming up in the news about Elon Musk's company, Neuralink. And this is why this story is... Um, why we need to leave Elon Musk alone. He's awesome. He is, he makes Thomas Edison uh, look like he's got an IQ of like five. Wait until you hear about this. This was sent to me by uh, Blue State Rob. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Nick writes, I don't have Twitter because of the fact that it's an echo chamber. Oh, that's a Republican talking point right there. I see you got your Republican talking point, you fucking twat. Hopefully with Musk buying it out, that changes. Also, go fuck yourself. We love you, he says. Stupid idiot. All right. Okay. Join me on Patreon. If you want more free speech, if you crave free speech <laughs> and what is true and right with the world, shut up. I just want to make you laugh. That's all I'm concerned with. I don't give a fuck about freedom or speech or whatever the fuck. Shut up. 
If you like me ranting and raving and having a good time on here trying to make you laugh, join me on Patreon. I bust my ass on that fucking thing, and I want you to be there to hear me, you know, talk about my titties or whatever it may be. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So if you like this free podcast, it's like that on steroids. I When I finish this one up every day of the work week, I go on Patreon and do a show there. And if you're not yet on there, um, I, I, I'm inviting you. I want you to be there. It really, really helps me uh, keep the lights on on the show uh, around this household so that I can pay Kyle to work on shit around this house. It's coming in and going out. It's, it's going out as quickly as it's coming in. So if you want to keep this racket going, sign up for one month and try it out. Five bucks a month for the audio, 10 bucks a month for the audio and the video. Just give it a one month trial and see if you can hang. I think you'll enjoy it. I put a lot of stuff up there. Uh, Today, I've got another edition of Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia with Jason Schaefer taking on Dale. All right. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and the live stream brought to you today by JM Synthetics. By Amsoil Products from one distributor. Excuse me. That is Jason Mays at JM Synthetics. Absolutely awesome, dude. 616-747-0233. I know you're not going to remember that number. You can always bounce back and listen to it again. But the thing to do is actually to go to jmsynthetics.com. Shop for your favorite Amsoil product by the piece of equipment that you're putting the Amsoil into or by product. Okay. Once you figure out what you want to buy, it could be filters, could be uh, lubrication, whatever it may be. Um, there's a phone number there. Call or text Jason. Say, hey, this is listener so-and-so. I heard about you on the Eric Zane show. Send me this, this, and this. Okay, the next thing you know, it shows up at your door. It's that simple. Thank you, JM Synthetics. Joe Martinez of A&E Heating and Cooling wants you to reach out to him. 616-516-8579, the heating and cooling specialist on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, with the warmer months, eventually your weeks or days eventually getting here. It's not right now. It's fucking 39 degrees right now. Can you believe that? It's We're approaching May. It's 30, Right now it's 39 degrees here. What the fuck? We might even stretch into May and get snow. That would mean, because we got snow in October this year, that means we would have gotten snow in seven months, eight months, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Wait a minute. October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. That would mean eight out of 12 months we would have seen at least a snow flurry. That's sickening. Anyway, reach out to Joe Martinez. He will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces or air conditioners. 616-516-8579. Um, or click on his logo at my website, ericzaneshow.com. Maybe you need a uh, service call. Maybe an after-hour service call. God help you if that's the case, but there you go. Okay. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people send me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. 
It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc i want you to sit tight because i gotta go tinkle all right that's what i'm gonna do so you sit there and you guys fight amongst yourselves and about free speech and scream and yell, just know that at the end of the day, whatever I say is correct. So just sit there and talk to each other. All right. This from USA Today. Will free speech mean more hate speech on Twitter under Elon Musk. Yes, of course. That's a stupid question. And who cares? All right. Ah, uh, shit. Where the fuck is my brain today? Check, check, test. Why is that so? I've got a weird thing going here. I want to make sure that my sound is okay. Bear with me. Like, how do you do that, Eric? Ah, don't worry. I'll get it. It's something you can't see. Device properties. Ah, that's a little hot. It's a little bit hot. Just that thing. Hopefully it doesn't sound like shit. Um, all right.
the uh, where we live, we've talked about. I've been talking about this quite a bit. Been following the story about the cop that shot Patrick Loyola. I always struggle saying that name. I, I always want to say Loyola. Patrick Loyola. There has been a development as the name of the guy of the cop has been released. And um, that's that's kind of like the big thing going on right now. They have they have said, all right, that's it. It's time to tell the world who this is. Here's the details on this story. Is the officer who pulled the trigger. The department says his name has been circulating on social Police department has named the officer who shot and killed Patrick Leoya. Police chief Eric Winstrom says Christopher Schur is the officer who pulled the trigger. The department says his name has been circulating on social media, so they're confirming. By the way, I had a friend of mine reach out to me and said, yeah, um, like right after this happened, his name was, was out there. I mean, it was within days after it happened, this guy's name was out there. And um, friend, friend of mine says, yeah, I don't mean to, I don't mean to speculate, but uh, I got a lot of people that went to school with this guy. He's a cock. And I'm like, oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, in high school, he was such a dick. So I guess he's guilty in that guy's eyes. His identity to cut down on confusion. News Ace Whitney Bernie joins us now live from the police department after speaking with Leoya's family and activists who have been calling for the officer's name to be released for weeks. The Leoya family says hearing the officer's name be confirmed today came as a surprise as GRPD Police Chief Eric Winstrom has repeatedly said they would not release that officer's name per a policy they have where they don't name suspects or persons of interest unless they're actually charged. The rumor is a Freedom of Information Act request was made. But now that the information is out there, the Leoya family says they're glad. Just days after laying his son Patrick to rest. Everything that I was praying about, I was praying for. Now I can see that as... That's the interpreter. ...been answered. Peter Leoya now knows the name of the officer who fired the fatal shot, Christopher Schur. Speaking through an interpreter this afternoon, Leoya says it's a wound that will never heal. Truly, ever since when I, I bury Patrick and I lost Patrick, my heart doesn't have any peace at all. I'm still mourning, and I don't know if I will ever find that rest at peace because I will never replace Patrick. The officer's name was released today after weeks of demands from local leaders like Kent County Commissioner Robert S. Womack. A young man's life has been taken, and we want to let them know that Patrick Leoya's life matters. And we That's the face of a man who should be walking around with a mason jar full of shit and piss. We won't stop till we get justice. Justice to me is them all having their day in court. He says police withholding the name for this long is unacceptable. It's just too much to lose a son and not be able to call the police station and get those basic answers. Some of those answers may not have had to even go public if you could have just talked to the family. Okay, so here we got the protesters. Look at this dude with no shirt. Uh, look at this fashion ensemble here. All right, here we go. It's a sentiment shared by activists who've been hitting the streets of Grand Rapids. Whenever there's a crime committed by a civilian, we know. Okay, look at the ensembles here. The tactical gear. Is there, what the fuck? And then the, wow, these two right here, these two need to be in front. 
Wow. Who who it was, what they looked like. Oh, no. Oh, God. Ooh, zoom out. Why did you do that? Look at this actual white head right here. You can see it's pulsing. Jesus. It looks like she was, uh, someone took a, a machine gun and sprayed zits right on her face. No background. A machine gun full of zits. Officer, they want to coddle, and that's not okay. Members of I haven't heard a word because I was looking at that fucking whitehead the whole time. Black activists united say the public has a right to know. People, they lost a, a brother, they lost a, a father, they lost a son, they lost a friend, they lost everything. And Christopher Sher, he needs to be held accountable for that. Leoya's family says they're now hoping to see the officer face charges. What is left now, what I'm asking is for the Department of Justice to take this case. Oh, the feds. And uh, to bring justice for the death of my son, Patrick. Tonight, we did reach out to GRPD and the Grand Rapids Police Union for a comment on the decision to release Officer Christopher Schur's name, but neither were available. We are still awaiting an update from the Kent County Prosecutor and Michigan State Police on where the investigation stands. I, I, I think it's a fair question to ask, why is it taking so long? I mean, just specifics as, as people wait. I think that that's actually a fair question. Why? What makes this such a long process? What other than looking at the video and talking to the people involved is necessary to determine if any wrongdoing happened? I, I've always wondered that. You know, what, what looks to be one thing, uh, a struggle that resulted in a, a guy getting shot in the back of the head. You know, what, what, why, the, why the delay? Live here in Grand Rapids, Whitney Burney, News 8. All right, Whitney, thank you for the live report tonight. Reverend Al Sharpton also weighed in this afternoon after hearing the news that Chief Winstrom released the officer. This guy is not wearing his mask correctly. Okay, so you got this guy, he's wearing the mask. He, Sharpton, no mask. This guy looks drunk with his mask. It's covering his glasses. She, no mask. This guy, it's his fucking... Why even have the thing on? What's going on here? His name. Sharpton called for that to happen as he spoke during Leoya's funeral on Friday. The civil rights activist says he's concerned about the investigation happening in a, quote, cloud of secrecy. He's calling for the federal investigators to get involved. I'd like to see the value of this young man's life upheld by it going through the due process of law. There's no way I can see an unarmed man with his face down that could not even be looking at who uh, killed him because his, he was shot in the back of the head. I cannot see them walk away without him being charged. I agree with him. I don't know how this guy doesn't get charged, honestly. Um, I'm not saying he was executed. I just, I would be shocked if there, well, no, I take it back. I wouldn't be shocked if there was no charge. Um, but that I think is going to be a fucking nightmare if he isn't charged. Um, but I mean, who knows? We're also hearing from Governor Gretchen Whitmer on this case. She answered questions from reporters earlier today. Oh, I'm going to get a boner. At an event in Pontiac, she says she expects the state police investigation oh, sure. to be done soon. Oh no! Oh, there you go. I would just say this. You know, my heart. She's got the mask on. Breaks for the greater Grand Rapids community. There's a lot of pain 
um, the investigation is being done by the state police. I expect that to be. Oh, she got a little red added to her hair. Be closed soon, and it'll be in the hands of the prosecutor, and that's the 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 place where the next steps are determined. So the investigation is happening at the state level, but ultimately. We don't prosecute. It is in the hands of the Kent County prosecutor and perhaps other agencies that might seek to do something. That is a nice sidestep. That is that is what a seasoned politician does. Sidesteps it, but still kind of, you know, has her toe into the issue. It will be out of our hands at that point. At LG Energy Solution Michigan, the Terry says Bozo hair with pink mask, so hot. Uh, spicing up her look for the election push. Dennis says, why, why aren't Al and this hag up in Muskegon where black people are being murdered almost every day? Muskegon? the fuck in grand rapids it, ha- it does happen every day i think the issue here though is the public safety officer i mean i've heard that argument too okay uh but if a, you know to protect and serve i think that that might be part of the problem uh, i think also the fact that what well, was a simple traffic uh, traffic stop which we're not even sure why this guy was stopped in the first place we don't know that. Most would agree and that this guy was pulled over because he's black. I think even though uh, uh, all of you who would be siding with the cop in this story would agree that he was pulled over because he's black. He was driving one way down the street. The cop was going the other way. The cop saw him and turned around. Schmooze says, yes, we do. He had a license plate that didn't match the car. That's not true. That's not true. Yes, he did. But the cop turned around and pulled him over and didn't know the license plate didn't match the car until he pulled him over. The sequence of events went like this. He pulled him over because he's black. And then he learned that the fucking plate did not not match the car. It. If you're if you're passing a car going opposite directions, there's no front license plate, and you can't in an instant find it out. You got to pull the guy over, read the back of the plate, look it up, compare it to the car. You know that all takes time, dumbass. Come on now, even I know that. Give me all caps. Yes, we do. He had a license plate that didn't match the car. What, you idiot? Do you think on the license plate it says, this license plate belongs with this Mercury? No, you had to pull him over. All right. Ah, God, you know, it's exhausting for me to always be right. I always win these arguments. You know, I always win these arguments. And because of that, I I mean, I get tired of never losing, you know, 
How, you know, it's like, God, for once, I would just like you guys to win one. And you never do. You're so shitty at this. So that's what's up currently. This guy's uh, name is out there. Again, everybody knew him. And uh, the general consensus uh, from my pal who he didn't go to school with him, but he has lots of pals who did go to school with him. They said, that guy was a cock when we were in school. A huge asshole. All right. That's the update. The month of April is National Donate Life Month. Where is my mouse? And my friends at Gift of Life Michigan want you to go to golm.org and become a registered donor in the state of Michigan. If you are not in the state of Michigan, they are requesting you go to registerme.org and become a registered donor on the national database. This is binding. So, you know, if you are at your MAGA rally and um, someone decides to shoot guns into the air, which probably will happen, and then the bullet comes down and hits you on the top of your head, and you die, um, your organs will be given away to people who deserved them more than you. So, in the unlikely event that something stupid happens to you at your MAGA rally, I want you to do these things. Uh, G-O-L-M.org and registerme.org. So you can donate your organs. Eight lives will be uh, saved because of your kidney, your two kidneys, your liver, your pancreas, your intestines, your heart, your lungs. List goes on and on. And uh, countless more, dozens more, well over 100 with uh, tissue donations. Lives will be improved and corneas. So you can't take it with you. So just do me this favor. Go to this website and do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Blue Frost IT, they helped me um, bring this show to you. If it wasn't for them, if there's any tech issues whatsoever, I don't have a show, which means you don't get your daily dose of awesomeness and uh, uh, correct opinions on everything. Leading by example with the support of Blue Frost IT. You're welcome. Bluefrostit.com. Reach out to them at 616-200-8550 if your company needs help with tech. So let's say you want to upgrade your equipment because you're running old shit. Your employees hate you and they're leaving. And when they have their exit meeting, they go, well, it was a great company to work for, but the tech was so shitty that I couldn't take it anymore. So there you go. You're losing your workforce because your stuff sucks. Get an upgrade. Time is money. Your equipment needs to be tip-top shape. Uh, buy the best that you should be buying. And before you do that, though, get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT to make sure that you're buying the right stuff for your company. 
They'll help you with that. They'll help you set it up. They'll be your managed IT service provider afterwards. They have been voted number one by their peers in all of West Michigan uh, as the number one IT company in the area. 616-200-8550. If you see another IT company in town, odds are they voted at the annual symposium uh, because you can't vote for yourself for the best IT company in town. Blue Frost IT has won it four years in a row. Congratulations. Back to Elon Musk. This is why you let him have fun with Twitter and don't bust his balls because he's brilliant and he's going to save lots of lives. He has created a piece of technology that makes SpaceX look like ancient, uh, ancient history um, that makes Tesla uh, uh, whatever, who cares because of this. He is working on a robot that is going to be working on patients by the end of this year called the Neuralink robot. And what the Neuralink robot does is it implants a device into the brain of a person that will cure paralysis. And they're saying cure morbid obesity, uh, less invasive than any type of lap band or those procedures, which don't always work. And what it's going to do is they insert a device probably smaller than this uh, cap that goes on top of milk. I know it's thinner. And actually, the um, um, distance across is what? Diameter? Yeah. The diameter of it is less. Uh, you'll, you'll see it in this piece that I'm going to play for you. Okay? And um, uh, on this device is these uh, sensors and these fine fibers that can't even be held with a pair of tweezers because they're so small. And um, it produces impulses that specifically, like if you have damage to your spine and you're um, a quadriplegic, you put this in there and it is going to be a electrical bypass between the brain uh, over the damaged portion of the spine and into correct spinal tissue to create um, impulses that quite literally they will be able to walk again. That's remarkable to be able to cure paralysis. What now the robot, you're going to see how they do it. It's, it's basically, well, you know what? If I say anything more, I'm going to, I'm going to steal the thunder from the story. All right. And, uh, I'll let, I'll let them describe it. Okay. Jesse says Zane needs to get like one big sponsor. So he only has to read one thing on here. Yeah. No, I don't. Don't tell me what I fucking need on my fucking show. Shut the fuck up. You know what I need you to shut up and enjoy the show. You dumbass. God. Who cares? Amanda says, here we go. Rant, Zane. I love it when people tell me what I need to do on my show. You know what you need? You know what you need is this up your ass. God. All right. 
Anyway, and by the way, in this story, there's a there's a person on here who I'm pretty sure was born a dude and has become a chick. You'll know it when you, you will know this person when you see this person. Brilliant mind working on the Neuralink, but <laughs> you will see what I mean. All right, here you go. First and like most immediate need for a robot is to be able to manipulate these threads. And, and this guy's vocal fry is ridiculous. Ridiculous. First and like most immediate need for a robot is to be able to manipulate these threads and insert them into the brain. So the implant is kind of like this little puck of the secret sauce active electronics and the electrodes are these tiny little flex. Okay, there's Jamie. That is Jamie. Jamie, um, I think Jamie, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Say Jamie was born a boy and has become a lady. I'm just that's that might be incorrect, but I'm thinking that that's the case. I mean that's fine. I don't I don't give a shit about gender. I don't. I think it's whatever, but I just I can't help it. I have to. I got to do something. (laughs) I can't just. That's an elephant in the room. Yeah, I think that it's important. Like if I worked with Jamie there, I would say, Jamie, I don't give a shit that you were a boy and you've become a girl, but I need to voice this so that I don't get distracted while making this fucking robot because I, I, I need to get it out in the open and we need to talk about the fact that you had a dick and now you don't. So can we, pl- can I see it? Can you just show it to me? Cause I don't want to cross a wire and make it so that this robot is like the Tesla that crashed into the airplane on the tarmac. I just let me see your dick or your new vagina. That's all I am. And then once I see it, my curiosity will be satisfied. And then I won't, that's it. I won't need to be doing this anymore. So please, can I see your genitals? Insert them into the brain. So the implant is kind of like this little puck of the secret sauce active electronics and the electrodes are these tiny little flexible threads that each at the very end have multiple little electrodes that if you get those electrodes next to a neuron, they can record what that neuron is doing. The nature of the device that we're implanting and the way that we're implanting it allows for minimal reaction of the brain tissue to our device to increase the lifetime. This machine reminds me of like, if you've ever seen someone who's into um, uh, quilting or sewing, all right? Um, They have that big apparatus that moves over what they're sewing and that's what this thing looks like, except it's, there's no person operating it. Uh, Andrea suggests that Jamie that we just heard from looks like Eric with pink hair. Well, thank you. Cause Jamie was a handsome devil. Uh, sounds like a dude too. Okay. I'm a dude. Sir Bob of Oliver says I'm a dude playing a dude disguises another dude. All right. Get it all out of your system because this fucker Jamie is brilliant and is going to help uh, hopefully save your life one day. Dumbass Nick says Jamie before the operation. Is that right? He sent me a picture of some dude. How did you find that so fast? You guys are fucking mean. All right? Bunch of assholes. 
for her to do that, the devices are extremely fragile. The threads that we insert that contain the electrodes are tiny, sort of on the order of like 50 microns wide, five microns thick, 20 millimeters long. And so if you take one of them and sort of toss it into the air, it'll sort of float off like a piece of... Can you have it inserted into you to, so that you stop your vocal fry? Is there any way you could do that? If I'm Elon Musk, I walk in and say, all right, Jamie, you got to show everybody your genitals. And this dude right here, I own Twitter, and uh, and you got to stop. I'm going to, we're going to insert, you're the first test. Where you're the first human trial to get you to stop your fucking vocal fry. And those tiny little flexible hairs are too small for a human to handle, even like with tweezers. And that's where the robot comes in. Computer vision and software, essentially high reliability software is really important. We've gone from not really being able to track the moving brain, which is critical for humans because the human brain moves a lot, to having this OCT-based system that essentially gives us this 21 hertz real-time view. Uh, See, everything this guy said at this point, I don't know what the fuck he said. Can you just talk to me in English? A 3D volume of the brain that we're looking at, you're trying to do is like very fine uh, computer vision tasks and movement tasks to grab these threads. It's like an extremely hard engineering problem. I would say the next big goal for the robot would be to make it so that there's minimal neurosurgeon interface. That a neurosurgeon can walk in and talk to the patient, make them feel comfortable about the procedure, walk them through exactly what's going to happen, and then essentially click go. And the robot will be able to figure out exactly what the specific topography of the patient will be, target the areas, and take the surgery from the patient coming in and sitting down to them walking out of the door that same day. If we make this so automated and safe and fast that like anyone can get it, even the idea of really fast keyboard and mouse for myself that I don't need to use my hands for is like super alluring. I'm excited for the robot to help the human patient restore someone's motor function that they lost. Jamie. That would be super cool. Over the last three years, Neuralink has felt like it has grown from a garage project into a real product. Not only do you get to work on robots, but you also get to interact with other people who don't typically... They're, they're working on an animal right there. They act like they were putting pigs down there. Use robots. I knew nothing about neurosurgery before coming to Neuralink. I can come in as a robotics expert and know that there are neurosurgeons here and neuroscientists here who essentially can act as my like knowledge base for neurosurgery and neuroscience. That's why I think it's the place to be. Elon Musk. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Screw the stupid uh, tunnel from Boston to LA. Screw the dumbass rockets. I don't give a shit. Uh, fuck the dumbass cars. I don't want anything to deal with those. I don't, I don't want anything to do with those. They just crash into shit anyway. And that, and that I, I think, needs to be brought up. You, you haven't yet mastered cars, in my opinion. But yet, you're digging into my neck meat with your robot. Uh, Jamie is digging into my neck meat, and she might have a penis <laughs> Nick has quickly stalked Jamie out uh, the transition of Jamie of course Nick has not been capable of writing a appropriate sentence on here for me to read if I read it I have to always try to decipher it I'm okay with it. Uh, the, he writes, the transition of Jamie was seem less because Jamie is a neutral as fuck name, LOL. It's, it's 
such an exhausting process to read your thoughts. Oh, God. No, I don't I don't care about Jamie going from a dude to a guy. I'm sorry, a dude to a chick. I I take it back. Now I am to some degree. I, I am often I'm often fascinated. I just want to see their genitals. I just want to see what they look like. If they look mangled. Even when he texts, he writes fucked up. He wrote Jamie before tradition. God. All right. So that is awesome. That is really, really great. Nuclear war. Let's talk that. What? Wasn't that uh, episode of The Simpsons I saw in the Boomer Bunker? They said March 5th, 2022 was when there would be a nuclear war. It's time for some saber rattling. Here we are on the 26th. That would mean that in what, nine days? That would be it. I only have a handful more of podcasts to do. So yeah, 27, 28, 29, 30 plus five is nine. Thursday, May 5th will be the end of it all. According to the Simpsons. That alone, the fact that the Simpsons predicted that on May 5th, 2022, okay. uh, May 5th, 2022, that they, there would be a nuclear war that, and then here we are in a, in a, in a, all this shit going on with Russia. That alone is a big deal. May 5, 2022 Simpsons. This is the one that I saw on uh, the Boomer Bunker. Boomer Bunker. I have a hard time saying it. Did anyone see this episode of The Simpsons? It apparently aired in 1998. So you got Homer with the Ukrainian colors. Homer with the Ukrainian flag. Taking on the Russians. With 2022 on the gun, and then 5522 on the nuclear warhead. Wait, now it was it was uh, Boomer Bob that was like that. This is bullshit. There's no way that this is true. Fact check. Reuters could not source the image depicting a bomb landing in the yard of the Simpsons house. The collage seems to suggest the artifact includes a text with the date 5522. The highlighted text, however, was likely digitally superimposed. Oh, thank God. Reuters found an earlier version with no house in the background, but just the artifact in the surrounding ground here and here. According to this description, the image is a decoration that can be used in a Simpsons-themed video game, which allow you, allowed users to design their own Springfield scenarios. Verdict altered. 
This collage includes manipulated imagery of the Simpsons edited to include references to Ukraine and Russia, as well as authentic clips taken out of context. It was so much more fun, though, when I was thinking that it wasn't fake. All right. Despite that, uh, Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, Uh, has warned there's a serious risk of nuclear war over Ukraine. Even as he signaled the Kremlin is willing to talk to the U.S. to try to resolve the confrontation, the danger is serious, real, it cannot be under underestimated, Lavrov said in a state TV interview broadcast late Monday. Think about the fact that back in 1940, whatever, when we... Uh, created the uh, first atomic bombs and blew them up. We did not have the ability to keep the recipe, right? I mean, did, did the recipe have to leak out in order for the Russians to get it? I mean, was that like spy work? Or did they figure it out on their own and then make their own bomb? Who's the asshole that came up with it? I mean, it's good and bad. We were able to end the war quickly, the war in the Pacific. But holy shit. The danger is serious, real. It cannot be underestimated, Lavrov said in a state TV interview broadcast late Monday invoking the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962 when the U.S. and the Soviet Union came close to nuclear war. Uh Moscow and Washington had understood the rules of conduct between the superpowers. He said, now there are few rules left. I've got three gallons of water ready to go. Three gallons of water. Um, you may have seen um, the two dudes show up in Ukraine over the weekend. Who are they? U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was one of them. So um, the Russians are like, you're fighting a war by proxy and the things you're saying. And, I, and I've often thought that. If, I, if I'm Russia and the U.S. is pumping in uh, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of weaponry, how are they not declaring war on the United States? You know? And I understand why the U.S. is doing this. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I mean, uh, Putin may be the next Hitler, you know, starting with that and then continuing on to other countries. And then, you know, and then what? Part of me is like, perhaps we should have uh, lined up our forces right at the fucking border. I know uh, all you Trump fans are like, if Trump was in charge, that would have happened. We would have taken our soldiers and line them up. And then we, they would be fighting side by side with Ukrainians. And I'm not going to say that's good or bad, right or wrong, but Holy shit. Um, Russia will continue negotiations with Zelensky's representatives to try to reach, to try to reach a peace agreement. Their idea of a peace agreement, the Russians is just give up and let us take over your country. Um, 
Lavrov's comment came after U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Monday in Kiev that Washington wants to see Russian forces, quote, weakened to the degree that it can't do the kinds of things that it has done in invading Ukraine. Why did you talk? Shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. You know? The U.S. announced additional military aid for Ukraine as the war enters the 62nd day with Russian and Ukrainian armies facing off in the eastern Donbas region, where Moscow has regrouped its forces after failing to take Kiev early in the invasion. How the fuck did they not take Kiev? You know, I mean, if you want, if they're willing to blow up orphanages and hospitals, why didn't they just, I mean, like in World War II, you would see, like uh, the bombing of, uh, of London and the carpet bombing. I mean, it was completely destroyed. I don't know why they didn't just turn it to glass. But they couldn't do it, I guess. Um, Austin, Austin is hosting North Atlantic Treaty Organization counterparts and other partners at Rammstein Air Base in Germany today to discuss ways of boosting weapons supplies to, to Ukraine. Lavrov has warned previously of the risks of nuclear confrontation over Ukraine, even as he repeatedly declared that Russia's uh, principal position is the inadmissibility of nuclear war. So he's saying, I don't know, it could happen. Some are just saying it's just saber rattling, but I mean, I don't like this. This, this makes me really uneasy, very uneasy. The threat of this. I'll tell you this, if it happens, if it's a tactical strike in Ukraine, I don't know if the U.S., I mean, a lot of people say if that happens, the gloves are off. The war, the war is on. World War III is on. But um, is it a tactical strike within Ukraine? Is it an intercontinental ballistic strike on the U.S. with Satan missiles raining down? Fuck. Three gallons of water. Hmm. Fuck me. All right. Uh, Prince Armin says, gather up your arms because the Russians are coming. They have gun school coming up Saturday, May 21. To sign up for the class, go to princearming.com. Um, I want to go over this because I know Sarah wanted me to... Um, show her how this works but the easiest way to do this is this okay you go to princearming.com i'm sorry prince arming facebook page okay you click on it now it should say events up here but for some reason ding dong doesn't do that this is this is easy you click on more here it's a drop down and then you go to events all right there it is this is the class and um, if you want to buy the tickets, you just click there and then find tickets. That's all you do. And then you buy them. You can, you can, uh, go to the checkout right here. You just fill out this form. That's what you do. Um, so Prince Army on Facebook or princearming.com, or you can just call or text Steve himself. And he'll walk you through everything. 616-204-1705. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to reach out to Mario if you need a mortgage. Rates are going up. 
You can get a 15-year fixed right now. You used to be, if you would have listened to me back way back when, you could have gotten it for about 2.65. The going rate now is about a four and the quarter. Four and a quarter. No one says four and the quarter. Um, it's still a good rate, but they're trying to curtail spending, the federal government, because I did that is going on, sort of. I can't blame Biden. I'm just trying to be a smart ass. Um, anyway, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S., with the exception of um, Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've done this in the past, you guys are awesome. What? Putin miscalculated. Putin thought the rest of the world would never unite like this. Exactly, Adam. Poor maintenance should never be an excuse for war. If the if the shapes of their scabbards were in good shape, the sabers wouldn't rattle. Huh? Talk in English. I got to pee again, but I'm not gonna, I'm going to hold it. I'm holding on to my urine. Um, I want to share for you a trailer from a new documentary that is starting today on Peacock. It is um, from the perspective of one of the wives of Warren Jeffs. And also from the son of Warren Jeffs. One of the sons. This is the guy in Utah, the cult leader, polygamist, crazy man with like dozens of wives, some of which were his kids. So you got this whole incest thing going on. This is fucked up. True crime documentary on Peacock. All right. This is the uh, trailer. I could tell they were getting undressed, and I thought, what does this have to do with heaven? The FLDS in Short Creek always believed that Warren Jeffs was the prophet. For a man to become a god, he must have a plurality of wives. The ones he would groom were the lambs. The ranch was his personal. Do you see that place? Look at that place. In the middle of nowhere. That's like something that like Osama bin Laden would live in. Just surrounded by uh, open land and, a, and some barns. Jesus. It was his personal perverted <clears throat> playboy mansion. Warren Scribe was one of his wives, Naomi Jeffs. She's taking down records of where they are every day, what Warren is saying as they're traveling. She wrote down a roadmap to criminal activity. We were really interrupting an entire culture of sexual abuse. He would tell us he was in a heavenly session with all these ladies getting undressed. I just couldn't believe it was happening. A heavenly session? Naomi helped Warren stay on the run. I am so grateful to be the way of our holy prophet. All right, did you hear the tone of voice and how she spoke? That's what a brainwashed person sounds like. I am so grateful to be the way of our holy prophet. Oh, God. To this day, I'd still like to talk to her. Where do you want me to start? Wow. Um... 
the evil involved here. And when you think about how a person that wasn't born brainwashed becomes brainwashed, that is, uh, that is remarkable. That is kind of like a microcosm, excuse me, of like uh, North Korea, you know? Cult of personality, absolutely sickening. Melissa says, using religion to justify your sexual fantasies. So I can't wait to watch this. Uh, the kid here, uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the documentary is, uh, is this kid, Wendell Jefferson. He's the son of the guy. Grew up with dozens of siblings, was told to call his dad's 15-year-old wives all mom. Um, kid grew up on the 1,700-acre ranch near El Dorado, Texas. He had no control over his own life. He was told what to wear, eat, read, and think, and he never had a toy. Uh, still, four years later, after he left the church with his mother and sister, Jefferson doesn't want to be seen as a victim. Uh Is it an emergency? Question mark. I'm podcasting right now. Period. Can you text it? Question mark. Sorry. Uh, I want to build on that experience from my past and give myself a better and a brighter future. So he kind of got out of the brainwashing. When uh, we visited Utah, I don't know what the organization was, but uh, we were walking around this one hike up to this place called Angel's Landing, which is like a tremendous view. It's incredible. And uh, I highly recommend the trip out to Zion Canyon National Park. Um, you you go up this mountain, and it's all switchbacks. So you go up, and then it switches around, go back the other way, and it's all the way up this mountain. And Right behind us was people that were dressed similarly to these chicks with that type of uh, gear on. And um, they're sweating their fucking faces off. And um, this was like 110 degrees. I'm not even kidding. And the looks on their faces, no one, they, they couldn't speak. It was just, they looked like they were being held captive. It looked like some type of fucking hostage situation. So, you know. It's me, Jackie, Ernie, Diana, uh, Madison. And we make eye contact with them a few times in the switchbacks. And when they made the, when we made the eye contact, holy shit, the, the, uh, the quickness at which they looked away, like, Oh, they were like freaked out by us, you know? And I was like, what the hell is going on here? It makes me want to say, Hey, are, are these people, um, um, being held against their will or something like that. Uh, Jason Schaefer, you can go to bed. Dale had to cancel smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Dale's a God. Hey, I got to talk to you and over on the phone guy. I'm like, just text me. All you need to say is you can't do it. So he's like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, are you dead? Did something bad happen? No, I just, I, I had a schedule issue. Okay, no problem. So, uh, Andrea, please tell uh, Jason, if he's waiting, that uh, Dale has, uh, has an obligation. 
It just came up. Just came up. Apologize. All right. One more for you. This school near East Lansing, Michigan. Okay. Waverly Middle School. Um, this teacher decided, yeah, hey, I want to. I want to, I want to do this. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to announce to the uh, class of middle schoolers, the words that you're not supposed to say in public. You know where this is going. You don't want, Hey kids. Hey, a uh, uh, school of all black kids. These are the words that you should not say in public. At Waverly Middle School staged a walkout today because they say a teacher used offensive language. A student claims one of their teachers used the N-word in class. News 10's Jace Harper joins us live from Waverly Middle School to tell us more about the situation going on there. Jace? Yeah, David and Ann, the superintendent confirmed that the teacher said the N-word when describing a group of words that students shouldn't say, which is... So I wish I could hear the context of the other words too. It's like, look, you can't say cock, fuck, pussy. And then she uh, drops the N word and, and N word. You can't say N word. And she probably thought she was meaning. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. This is what led to the walkout here earlier today. What, what how, how stupid do you have a, of a curriculum? where the teacher says, yes, these are the words you can't say in public. They've, these kids have been saying all the worst things that have ever ha been spoken in the human language since they've been able to talk. And you're going to inform them that they can't say the N-word? You stupid whore. Today. A teacher was explaining to the students what words not to use and used a word out loud. That was offensive to the children and our look at all these kids like man that bitch did not just say that did she look at these kids are all like man can't believe it man look at them all these are these dudes are pissed students are all about social justice and um very civic minded and so they just had a peaceful walk out with some signs now, we actually asked the superintendent for the name of the teacher, but they're not disclosing that information at this time. We'll have more community reaction for you guys tonight on News 10 at 11. For now, live here in Delta Township, Jace Harper, News 10. All right, Jace, thank you. We also... Look at this reporter, by the way. Um, not a gray hair on his head. And I think this guy might be 104 years old, Okay. Talk about not aging gracefully. Ask the school how long the teacher will be suspended and if an investigation... There is so much hair dye in this guy's hair. ...investigation is underway. We were told by the superintendent that she cannot discuss disciplinary actions about her staff members with us. She did say the incident was not appropriate. Well, no kidding. I guess not. <laughs> what an idiot. Come on. How dumb do you have to be as an educator to just say, think that you can, even if you're saying it in the, in the context that you said it, that, that, that you said it in is just dumb. Chris says we wanted to crucify somebody, but they wouldn't give us a name. Nick thinks that you should be able to say that word.
He said the words they hurt so bad, an explanation doesn't require punishment. No, you know the rules. You can't say that word. Uh, I just want to say that Waverly schools are Lansing, not East Lansing. Uh, Whatever. Capital region. Uh, Lansing, East Lansing. It doesn't matter. Are you, is that, what, what is that supposed to mean? Are you supposed, are you like a, a fan of East Lansing? And I, I, I was, that was an offense. Oh, hi. I just want to say that Waverly schools are Lansing, not East Lansing. Amanda says that guy needs to teach the woman how to say ginger correctly. Nick says context is super important. And if I can't say it, no one can. No, that's not true at all. There's a special circumstance. It's called the N-word circumstance. You know this. It's just the way it is. That's not true at all. If you said it, you're out. If your coworker who's black said it the way a black guy says it, he's not out. So you can't. You may not like it, but tough shit. Those are the rules. Idea. Just let Eric educate the world on words he cannot, we cannot say daily on the podcast. No. Should have had one of the black kids say it. Use that loophole. I don't even think that would have worked. It has to be in an off-the-cuff way. Nick says, no, that's bullshit. This world does not consist of rules for the, uh, the, he writes rules for the, but not for me. Anyone uh, else surprised that he typed that out inappropriately? That he, anybody surprised that he fucked that up? I guess, I guess you didn't. I guess it's the, I guess the can be, can be pronounced the, um, no. Sorry, you don't win that one. It's not bullshit. That's the way it is. Look it up. It's written down. It's written down. It's written down. It's got to be true. All right. Let's see. Any other loose ends to tie? Uh, I think I've done my work here. I think there is nothing else that I have to do with you. Except the asshole of the day. I tell if if uh, I started this, if I named the asshole of the day at ten oh one, it'd have been Nick. And he still might. I see you got your CNN talking points. Shut the fuck up. Do you ever shut the fuck up, idiot? Not only do you never shut the fuck up, you sound like a de- uh, fucking chowder-headed degenerate when you do it. So shut the fuck up. Unbelievable. Thank you to uh, Frank Fuss, mypolicyshop.com. Uh, Buy insurance here. Frank Fuss is the authority 
on health insurance. There is a special enrollment period right now to get affordable health insurance. You can afford health insurance, okay? Enough of this, well, I'm just not going to get any. Shut up. You need health insurance, dummy. Right now, right this second, this is going on. If you don't have health insurance, Frank will figure out if you qualify for this special enrollment period. This is all good news. This is He's going to take care of everything, okay? Quit worrying about it. I know it's on the back of your mind. Oh, God, we don't even have any health insurance. What are you, crazy? Uh, even if you miss the open enrollment in 2021, you can get health insurance right now. Also, when it comes to Medicare, if you or someone you know or love is nearing retirement or turning 65, they're going to need help also filling or filing for Social Security or their Medicare Part A and B plans. How about if any of you have a parent that has a 65th birthday coming up or a loved one, friend, whatever. Frank the Tank can help you navigate all of that to make sure that they are in good shape with all of what they need to take advantage of what they are entitled to. You can screw this up, so reach out to Frank. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. Online at buyinsurancehere.com. Call or text Frank or reach out via his website. Say you heard it from me and off you go. You got comedy starting uh, this weekend, Thursday, I should say, at uh, Full House Comedy. Any one of these several Full House Comedy venues, if you want to check out a great comedy show. Weather isn't going to be all that fantastic out of uh, Thursday and Friday, so fullhousecomedy.com. And uh, go see a comedy show. Hey, while I'm at it, uh, Saturday's going to be pretty good. I will be appearing at Berlin Raceway, okay? Uh, dropping the green flag, and I want to see you there. Tickets for the race, 12 bucks for adults, 15 and under, free. That's awesome. I want to see you there. If you want to try to win free tickets, go to my Facebook post, pinned to the top of Facebook and pinned to the top of Twitter, uh, and all you have to do is share it, like it, retweet it, anything you can do to it, do that, and you are in the running for the drawing on Friday. So go there right now, uh, like it, share it, retweet it, and you're in the run. Asshole of the day. Mm-hmm. Talked about Kyle working on the house, talked about Dear Meathead, talked about Nick accusing me of, well, whatever he was accusing me of. God, did that annoy the shit out of me. Pull back a little. Dummy. Musk buys Twitter. How great is that? The cop was named in the Lyoya death. Elon Musk's Neuralink featuring uh, transgender Jamie saying a few things. And her brilliant mind. Jamie's a female. I would guess Jamie wants to be known as either she, her, or they, them. Now, they, them is tough. But anyway, some of you are going to make Jamie the asshole of the day because you're bigoted bastards. And that's not going to happen on my watch. 
Okay. Nuclear war possibilities. Warren Jeffs. N-word usage at Lansing's Waverly Middle School. These are all on the table for the asshole of the day. Soaked in bleach says Musk for asshole of the day. I don't know why Musk would be the asshole today. Give me an N. N. Give me an I. I. Give me a C. C. Give me a K. What's that spell? Nick is the asshole of the day, which might be what? Four for you? How many do you have now, you miserable fuck? is the asshole of the day. What a cock. Truly. Oh, what a dirty, dirty, filthy dick you are. Congratulations. He says it's number two. Well, it should be four. Oh, my God. Well, that is my time for today, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zay. Have a good one. And I'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 